Welcome to the Business Blast Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. This episode is brought to you by Authors Unite. Authors Unite provides you with the support you need to finish your book. Best part is, after you finish your book, they take care of the entire publishing and marketing process 100% for you. So, if you want to become a successful author, make sure to check out AuthorsUnite.com. Now, let's jump into the episode. All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Business Blast podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. Uh, today, I have Alan Hill with us. He's a blogger on economics and politics, uh, and he provides bespoke content to several businesses in the foreign exchange space. So welcome to the show, man. Hey, good to, think. Good to be here. Thanks very much for asking me. Of course, man. Glad to have you here. Um, let's jump into the first one, Alan. The first question I have for you is, what is the best story from your life that has an underlying valuable message? Okay, when I was uh, when I first entered the foreign exchange markets, um, I was mostly on the sales side of the business, but I went through the, uh, the merger between Manufacturers Hanover Trust and Chemical Banking in the early 90s. And I was given the responsibility for trading uh, Scandinavian currencies into bank, which I'd never done before. And I found it very, very difficult to uh, to actually get to grips with. And it was I, I had a conversation with one of my uh, one of my colleagues who basically told me to uh, to basically be myself and drive the market myself rather than be be driven by the market. And I think that gave me a, me- a message that the market isn't some the foreign exchange market itself isn't something that is um, that is something to be afraid of. You have to take the bull by the horns and get involved. And as soon as you're involved and you're pricing things and you are the market, then things start to become much clearer. And that was a very valuable message for me, and it gave me a, you know a real clue into how I've, I've managed to manage my few, my my career going forward. And what is the most valuable piece of information we should know that's within your expertise or industry? Well, within the FX markets, I think there, there are two very distinct um, ways of trading, and that is using um, charts and technical analysis and using fundamental analysis, which is economics, which is my branch of the, uh, of the business. And I think that a balance is the most important thing to understand, that neither one of those two, um, two sides of the business can be handled um, independently, and you need to look at both sides in order to be... Um, to be successful, ninety um, something percent of um, retail traders lose money, and ninety something percent of um, retail traders also only use one methodology for trading. So it makes sense to me that the uh, that there is a that balance is the most necessary thing that's required in order to uh, to be successful in those markets. Mm. And uh, what is your best piece of overall business advice? So not necessarily industry specific. Well, for me, the most important thing, whether it's whether it's on a um, in in the markets or whatever, is actually knowing your customer, know what he wants from you. That that for me applies to just about every piece of every every market and every industry there is. Know what your customer wants and be able to deliver what he needs. And if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that be? Be more patient. Without a doubt, um, I, I, I was looking when I saw the uh, the question you were going to ask me tonight. Patience was one a thing that immediately sprang to mind. 
um, my my career has been characterised by taking what it what would consider to be the chance at the time. Where if I'd sat back and looked at a few things in a more uh, rational manner, I think I would have been maybe even more successful than I've been. I mean, I'm very happy with the career I've had, but if I'd if I'd sat and looked at more things from a, a patient perspective, I may have uh, been more successful. And uh, kind of going a little bit of a different path. In your opinion, what is the key to happiness? <laughs> Professionally and personally, uh, it's very much doing well. Certainly, from a professional perspective, doing what you're good at. I'm coming up 63 years old. I'll be 63 next May, and I've been. I spent a lot of time in a career that I've enjoyed. I mean, I've enjoyed being around the markets and being around people who are around the markets and understand and getting grained in understanding of what people actually do within this business but from my perspective I've only just recently in the last two or three years found what I'm really good at what I'm good at is explaining the markets to people who want to be involved and understand working on their understanding and that's something I'm good at and something I've really enjoyed doing and it once you understand what you're good at and you start getting involved in it then that is the key to happiness without a doubt and what is the best book that you've read, and what was the number one thing you learned from that? I read very few. I read very few factual books. I'm a, I read novels because I I tend to get my information from the world around me. So I, I don't read a great deal of um, of reference books, that kind of thing. And the book the book I've read, which I most enjoyed, let's say, and that I I've got the most out of, is a book called Noble House, which is written by. Um, an, an English author called James Clavell, who wrote a, uh, a series of books regarding the uh, the Far East in the uh, in the formative years of Hong Kong, etc. And he writes about um, a period in the early sixties in Hong Kong, and he was he taught me how to study every possible option when you're when you're looking at um, getting involved in something. The um, he, he has he's, he's given a whole the guy the hero of the story I should say the protagonist. Is given a whole series of um, of options with regard to what he needs to do with the business when he takes it over, and how he actually understands what he needs to do is something that's given me a, a major um, part of my career and a major part of how I understand life. And what is your favorite quote, and why? I'm a massive fan of Winston Churchill. Um, I've read most of the things he wrote, and I've read a number of biographies of him, and so. To find a quote that uh, that matches uh, the question, really, I have to look at Winston Churchill. And the quote I chose is um, the quote during the, the Second World War, just when the um, when the Battle of Britain was ending, and when he said that this is not the this is not the end. This is not even the beginning of the end. It is perhaps the end of the beginning. And that really brings to me the the, the need for patience and perseverance in what you're trying to do, whether you are um, Trying to um, trying to bring a new business to market, or whether you're trying to understand how a market works, or if you are, you know, trying to run a country, and that is very pertinent right now with regard to Brexit. And I think that really shows me what patience and perseverance are really all about. Mm, yes, man, dude. Thank you so much for coming on. The last one I have for you before we let you go is where is the best place for people to find you online? The best place to find me online is LinkedIn, without a doubt. I mean, I have a I have a website. Um, under my um, under my my business currency transfer uh, sorry tra- um, um, treasury consultancy.com 
but the problem with that is I, I, I'm so busy with working with my, 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 uh, my clients that I very, very get a chance to update that. So I would say if you want to find me, look on LinkedIn. Perfect, man. Thanks again for jumping on. It's my pleasure.